Come on, buddy. Get with the beat. That's me. You better believe it. The time is now on an evening very much like the one we have just witnessed. Hello, hi there. Welcome to my park. How you doing? Thanks for joining us on our German jungle expedition. Oh, we have so much fun. Remember, life's an adventure with new horizons every day. We've gathered here tonight around the fire as people of all lands have gathered for thousands and thousands of years before us to share the light and to share a story. Welcome to the WDW Radio Show, your Walt Disney World Information Station. I am your host, Lou Mangello, and this is show number 408 for the week of June 15th, 2015. I am here to help you have the best possible Disney vacation experience and bring you a little bit of Disney magic wherever you are with this podcast, videos, blog, live broadcasts every Wednesday night, my Walt Disney World trivia books, ways to save money guide, audio tours, and more. Whether you are planning your first trip or have been hundreds of times, there's something here for you. You can subscribe to the podcast in iTunes, and for everything else, visit WDWRadio.com. This week's show was recorded live during our WDW Radio cruise to Alaska on the Disney Wonder last week, and I invite you to join us as we recap the week's events, excursions, entertainment, and also talk about where we may be going next. I'll then have the answer to our last Walt Disney World trivia question of the week and pose a new challenge for your chance to win a Disney prize package. Stay tuned to the end of the show for some updates, announcements, including information about our upcoming meets of the month in Walt Disney World, as well as your voicemails. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this week's episode of the WDW Radio Show. From June 1st through the 7th, 2015, more than 125 friends and members of the WDW Radio family gathered together in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada for the start of a journey that would take us aboard the Disney Wonder to and through Alaska. The week's events included special onboard activities for our group, including multiple presentations and drawing classes from our very special guest, Disney senior character artist Ron Cohey. He shared his personal story and journey and spent countless hours talking individually with every single guest and creating one-of-a-kind drawings just for them at their request. We also had everything from welcome aboard parties to private dinners and brunches at Palo, contests, fish extender exchanges, nighttime meetups, pajama parties, and much, much more. Most of all, we had a ton of fun together, both on board and during our group excursions to Skagway, Juno, and Ketchikan. And on one of our final days at sea, we recorded a live show with a live yet somewhat sleepy and a little bit heavier audience. Unfortunately, there were some technical issues with the recording, but after a few hours of tweaking and praying and editing, I was able to put together the best possible version of what took place on board during that day's event. 
I need to apologize for the quality of the audio, however, because it is certainly not in keeping with the standards I have set for the show in the past 10 years, but I really didn't want to lose what we captured on board as you simply can't just get together and re-record it all over again. So I edited out some parts that just didn't translate well into audio only, including our Disney Pictionary with Ron and me and members of the audience, as well as Ron's presentations about his time at feature animation and Imagineering and Disneyland, his drawing classes, and our farewell party. But literally thousands upon thousands of photos and countless hours of video were taken, and I'm going to try and compile and share those with you as soon as possible. But in the meantime, please excuse and forgive the audio quality here, but hopefully this is going to make you feel as though you were sitting around with us on board and maybe, just maybe, even encourage you to join us on one of our upcoming cruises or special events. Our next cruise, really excited about, is going to be February 6th through the 13th, 2016. It is one of the very few and first Star Wars cruises at sea and also the WDW Radio 9th anniversary that we're going to be celebrating together on board the Disney Fantasy to the Western Caribbean. You can get a free, no-obligation quote from Mouse Fan Travel, who, by the way, I would like to thank Becky and her team once again for helping to make our cruise to Alaska possible and memorable. And please stay tuned to the events page at WDWRadio.com for more events in Walt Disney World, monthly meetups in the parks, on-the-road events, and lots more. You can also go to Facebook.com slash WDWRadio and follow me on Twitter at Lou Mangiello. But for now, please join us aboard the Disney Wonder. Enjoy. Six days ago, um, I stood up at this very stage of course, I fell down at stage. That's why I'm standing on the floor this time. Uh, I stood up here six days ago, and I told you a story about how 13 or so years ago, uh, I had an idea and a personal challenge to write a book and how I never, ever could have seen or expected or anticipated that that book and that idea would lead to such a circuitous, very long, very exciting, very happy journey that eventually brought me to where I am today. I also told you a story about how, uh, as a kid, I didn't have a lot of friends, and I was not the most popular kid in school. And by school, I mean grade school, middle school, high school, college, law school. Um, so I wasn't always very popular, and so if you would have told me that 120-some-odd people would be getting together uh, with me to go on a cruise again, I would have told you that you were crazy. If you would have told me six days ago that it would seem like that, that I'd be up here going, is today really our last day? Uh, I know, I know. I would have definitely told you uh, that you were nuts. So um, there was a couple reasons why I told you those stories. Um, one of which was because all this, and I still, you know, I look out sometimes, and I've spent most of this cruise as an observer, watching you, um, watching how you all interact with each other, and the good time that I see you all having. Um, I tell you that story in part because it literally did come from what I thought was one small, one simple, seemingly at the time ridiculous idea um, to write a book about Disney. And I want you guys to hopefully take that inspiration and see that sometimes a small idea that you might have or a wish or a dream or a goal or whatever it might be 
can eventually turn into something far greater than you can ever expect. And uh, I have a lot to be thankful for, and it really is because of each and every one of you. This has been, I hate saying it in past tense, but this has been an amazing, amazing week. Um, if you would have told me six days ago that now I'd be standing up here talking about what I feel has been one of the most memorable weeks of my life, um, and that is not an over that is not an overstatement for what this week has has become and meant to me. Um, I might have told you you were crazy again too, but uh, we're not. Who had an amazing time this week? For those of you listening at home, I think I saw every single hand. Um, but who's been on a who's been cruised who's cruised before? Wow! Wow! All right, wait, forget that. Who's never cruised before this one? One, two, three, like five hands have come up. Um, yeah, this, uh, the Alaska cruise, this was like always on the bucket list, right? And it sort of takes something like this, like doing it together as a group to, uh, to, to finally pull the trigger and be able to do it. Um, this is something I wanted to do for a long, long time. Very, very different destination than going on any of the cruises out of Port Canaveral. And I will tell you the one thing I've heard, especially in the last couple of days of cold and rain is, dude, next time we're going someplace warmer. <laughs> Alaska was great, but I want to put on shorts and flip-flops, so I've heard a lot of requests for, when can we do the Hawaii cruise? And this morning I had, dude, seriously, when are we going to do the Hawaii cruise? Because it's a thing, right? There was a a cruise to and from Hawaii. Um, Who's coming on the next cruise? Who's coming on the Star Wars cruise? uh, (laughs) My kids just said, hopefully me. We'll see. We'll have to like look at the meltdown meter from the past week and see if you guys qualify to come on uh, on the next cruise. But yeah, this um, I came in here knowing very very little about the cruise and the destinations because I wanted to experience it like with my own eyes for the first time. So I'm gonna need a little bit of your help this morning because I want to sort of try and think back because it was a blur. And I remember getting on board ship and I'm like, this is awesome, man. We've got seven days. Like I don't know if I could ever do a four-day cruise again, unless I did a back-to-back three-day right after it, right? A lot of people are going, no, because, you know, the three days and the four days are nice, but as soon as you get on and start getting comfortable and you know where everything is, it's like time to start packing up and and getting off again. So uh, I definitely do like the seven-day cruise. I remember uh, the, the first day getting on and being so excited. I'm like, yeah, this is so great. And I love the days at sea because I love spending time on board the ship. And the second day, and I'm not going to look at my schedule. You guys have to help me out because I do not remember. Like every day has become an absolute blur. But I remember on the second day at sea, I was exhausted. And I remember saying to somebody at night, like, I am so tired and all we've done is eat. Like, we did nothing. We really did nothing else but eat. We had, I think the first day at sea was when we had the... We had this sort of the Ron Cohen president. Yeah, I have to put on my old man glasses so I can see. Oh, yeah, wait. All right, let's go back for a second. Is John here? Is John Maloney? Yeah, all right. Where is he? So either blame him or thank him for getting up. If you think it got up early this morning, blame him. Blame it. So, John Maloney, um, on the Facebook group page, uh, my wife is actually the one that brought it to my attention. She says, hey, just so you know, a couple of people are doing a 5K the first day at sea. I'm like, good luck with all that. Don't wake me up when you go. <laughs> Which usually means, honey, I'm getting up to go do a 5 Like, I didn't need to. Be good. And then she's like, hey, there's five people and there's 10 people. Hey, there's 20 people. This is now a thing. And I'm like, oh, now I have to get up and cheer. It's just like Marathon Weekend all over again. It literally was like Marathon Weekend, like getting up early in the cold to cheer 
The nice thing was we didn't have to get up at two o'clock in the morning and drive to Epcot and then stand there for four hours waiting for the gun to go off. Um, and it was one corral and you all run around and literally ran around in circles for a little while. But the cool thing was the race packs. Being handed the bids with numbers and the race packs, that was pretty cool. Yeah, you took the ball man and ran with it. Like I saw on the thing, like you start saying, hey, I'm doing bids and I'm doing race packs. And I'm like, wow, this really is like an official kind of thing. So thank you very much for doing that. You're more than welcome, and I saw nothing but smiles the next morning, and, and that made it all worthwhile. So uh, it was great, and I'm glad you guys all participated. <laughs> they just like the handmade medals that my kids and I were cutting out at 11 o'clock the night before we had to leave for Vancouver. So thank you to my uh, support staff at home who was cutting out uh, logos and putting them in the plastic medals. But unlike Walt Disney World, you guys didn't wear the medals all week. Why not? Like most of you guys were walking around just playing all week. There were some people that did. They wore them to dinner. So, so thank you. So, yeah. So the first day, let's see. The first day we did the. Um, oh yeah, we did the meet while they run. Uh, You've totally forgotten the entire week, haven't you? I have. I literally have to look at my and my old man glasses. I can't even see the schedule anymore. Oh, we had the welcome aboard. And speaking of which, making his grand entrance, we had the uh, the welcome aboard event with our very very special guest, Mister Ron Kobe from the Disney Design Group. And Ron gave a presentation a little bit about his history uh, with the company, both first as a fan, and that's just one of the reasons why I love Ron is because he started out like so many, he started out as a fan first and literally followed his dream to eventually work for the company that he continues to love so much. And you can see as he gave his presentation, and again, I'm watching you guys as much as I was watching Ron, you could see how much you appreciate the fact that he is one of us, right? He is a fan who just happens to have like the coolest job in the world. I've been to the design group offices and, and Ron's office before, and I will tell you, it's like the coolest, it's better than going in the tunnels because you go there and there's just amazing artwork, oftentimes like sitting in the garbage pit. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Like that's gold. He's like, ah, oh, I'm not really happy with that. Um, but it was really nice of Ron to share his time, and I wanted to thank the uh, the people over at the Disney Design Group for allowing Ron to join us this week. Gosh, what else? Do we, I, I literally I'm forgetting everything. Like it's so takes, long ago. Salmon takes away your your thought process. So wait, was that that was was that that was not the no that was not the pajama party night. No, no. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to go with the first day at sea again. Uh, let's see, main dining, uh, eating again. It was just nothing on my schedule. I, and on my recap, it looks like we did nothing but the first two days except eat. Um, and then June third was Glacier Day. Oh, that's we had our tailgate. We yes. had our tailgate party. Outside, slight change of venue, going from the rainy deck 10 to somewhat warmer and drier deck 9. Um, I have never seen a glacier before. It's like kids who've never seen snow. I had never seen a glacier before. Um, it was beautiful. Like The one thing I, I learned about Alaska, it's like having kids, right? I mean, it's not like having kids, but it's like having kids. That, people can tell you all about the experience, but until you see it and do it for yourself... It, you can't describe it. And everybody's the same thing. Like, And, and the pictures aren't going to do it justice. The video are, is not going to do it justice because you can't convey that color of the blue. And everybody's the same thing to me. We've just, we, The only way we've been able to sort of analogize it is it's like Tesseract blue for those, <laughs> those Marvel fans. Yep. Right? It's that sort of incredible crystal blue 
that my wife thinks she was going to jump in the water, take it, bottle it, and sell it as some sort of magical elixir. No, if they could figure out how to make jewelry that exact color, they would make a killing in the next port. I know, and if we could only find a jewelry store in any of these ports, they're they're missing the boat on that one. There's such a great opportunity there to to, to sell jewelry. Um, So, let's see... Yeah, that's all we did was look at glaciers, eat, eat, eat. And the next day was Skagway, um, was, which was on Thursday. And again, it, it was, I really liked the way we, the way it was broken up, having a couple of days at sea, getting to sort of get to know each other. Uh, and I love the size of this group. Uh, I said in the past, we've had cruises before, but we've had, you know, nearly 500 friends come on board. And it makes for an awesome picture on the beach of Castaway Key. But I love this size so much more because we get to spend a lot more time with each other. I watch the friendships form and it gives me a chance to spend more time usually in the bar or buffet with most of you as well. Um, so Thursday was Skagway Day. Um, we did the, some people did, who did the speedboat excursion that day? So clearly you did not enjoy the speedboat at all. <laughs> So it was a little, like much of Alaska, I guess, seems to be, it was a little gray, a little overcast, but tell, so for those of us who weren't on there, tell us what about the speedboat. It was, it was awesome. Uh, we went fast. We saw wildlife. And we got to look like Orange State Puff Marshmallow. I would say, you, you were dressed like Ralphie's brother from Christmas Story, right? It was like the giant big thing with a little... Yeah. yeah. It definitely put us in survival suits. It definitely looked like... Uh, the guy from uh, Big Hero Six. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing. That's they should dress you up like Baymaxes, and you could all. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> we were we were Baymax. <laughs> cool. And a lot of us, other, a lot, who else did the uh, the train tour? Yeah. Right. The train. Uh, it was. I guess it was a, a steam train, and there was the diesel train. Who did the steam train? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh, oh. <laughs> who said that? Who said that? Up in the corner. Oh, like that. I mic'd up. At ten o'clock. I didn't know you could hear me. <laughs> so you did the uh, you did the diesel train or the steam train? Gosh, I can't remember. I it didn't like, matter. They all went the same place. I was standing on the platform. I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> yeah, and look, see, there's a little Walt Disney connection there. Walt loved trains, and so it was appropriate that our first excursion was a uh, a train ride up the very, very narrow, sometimes somewhat scary, skinny look. So the thing that amazed me, though, was think back a hundred and some odd years, these people that literally, like, trekked out there and blasted their way to create this little town after the gold or rum was already gone. Um, that must have been a, a bit of a downer for those people. But uh, you saw those skinny little train trestles. Like, imagine your train going over that. Um, and I saw a lot of fear on people's faces. Like, we're not going on that one, are we? We're going on the, the safe one here. And then uh, we took the bus ride back. And uh, we had an, our bus ride, I announced us to the Jungle Cruise because we had a great skipper slash tour guide. Uh, we, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it was, Thank you. I know what, you know what? I know what it's like to get in the car with me now. Because, <laughs> Scariest bridge in the world. Yeah, the third she called it the third scariest bridge in the world. And now mind you, it's raining and sleeting and it's like the snow apocalypse and she's like weaving in and out on the bridge. I'm like, dude, seriously, like I was doing like my mom, like grabbing onto the bar, like that was gonna slow us down. Um, but she was a lot of fun and she was uh, she was very funny and she really made the uh, the, the trip worthwhile. And then uh, who who dug Skagway? 
Like I think I think Skagway was my favorite of who thinks Skagway is their favorite of all the, the ports that we went to. I really liked it. It was a very cute, quaint little town, but I would love to go back and ski, see what Skagway looks like when it's not cruise season. Because there's what, 794 people that live there all year round? Um, under 20 feet of snow. And, yeah, I don't know, I mean, I don't want to actually go there, but like, I'd like to just have a video camera to see what that town looked like. Um, we got a bit of an idea of that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I think because some of the other ships took off by the time we had come strolling back into town, like, wow, day and night, you know? Yeah. Yeah, like, what do they do for fun? Like, there's literally, like, one bar in the whole town, which is pro- <laughs> Who said that? Uh, James Hansen. Why didn't that surprise me? <laughs> Why it didn't surprise me that you mentioned the, the house of... <laughs> right. We knew what they used to do for fun in the old days. Um, I built a snowman. You built a snowman. We're not going back to Jersey so you can see snow, just so you know. <laughs> And you guys ran out and uh, you found snow. And then we made the, the what do you call the little rock statue thing? An Epic Shuck. An Epic Shuck. An See, I told you guys we were going to learn something this week of school. You made, see? So I don't feel so bad. Just so you know, I pulled my kids out of school the last week of school for this cruise. And I pulled them out of the first week of school for the first cruise. So either the best parent or the worst parent on the planet. Because, but this was a learning experience. I can't wait to tell you all about the Star Wars cruise when we get back. So let's see. So what was it about Skagway? For those of you that liked it, what was it about Skagway that, that you guys liked? Um, what was it about that town that sort of resonated with you? What was it? Narrow. And the mountains were close. It was beautiful. It was quaint. It was quaint. It was very intimate. You liked the shopping. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was amazing to see just how many jewelry stores there are in every single town. And they all happen to have the same name. Like, what, a, what an amazing coincidence. They, they have the, the exact same name as the ones do in Nassau and in Key West and every other place that the, uh, that the ships happen to stop. So who shopped? Who shopped in Skagway? Other than my daughter. <laughs> What'd you guys get? What'd you pick up from? Jewelry. Jewelry. <laughs> wait, wait, well, but who got, and this, who got one of the awesome $20 Alaska jackets? <laughs> best bargain ever. Right? Everybody loves the $20 Alaska jackets. Three jackets. You got three jackets for that nice cold weather in Puerto Rico that you're yep. going to go back to. <laughs> My wife was like, these are awesome, we should buy more. I'm like, you know we live in Florida, right? <laughs> she almost had me convinced to buy one yesterday, and I'm like, I'm going to wear it for like four hours a year. Who got an Ulu knife? An Ulu, oh, you got an Ulu, an Ulu, an Ulu knife? That supposedly like was the thing to get. Um, getting it back into a, into the United States is going to be interesting. Um, and because you all clean fish every day, right? It's perfect for... That's exactly what I do. Great for pizza. Is it? Yeah. Carving uh, soda cold. Chopping. Chopping. <laughs> Who thinks they're actually going to use the Ulu knife when they get home? All right. <laughs> That's all I want I kept her out of the jewelry shops and I distracted her with the Ulu knife. So it saved me thousands of dollars. I want to use the knife for work. <laughs> He's in law enforcement, by the way. <laughs> Why are you whispering? I can't record the whispers. 
At the International House of Diamonds, if you go in, you get a free uh, charm bracelet, and then they give you a free charm. For every stock. At every stock. Does anyone know that? Just so you know, the free charm is the gateway drug. Like they lure you in with the first one. It's like Angel with the stuff he was handing out later on that night. The first one was for the... <laughs> Right, because it was later on that night that Angel said to me, Angelo's family, first time cruises, by the way, right? Yeah. You have an awesome time? Yeah, definitely. So he said, listen, he, I, I, looking at you, Lou, I can tell what you like to eat. I'm going to bring you some special candy from Puerto Rico. I will tell you, the first couple ones were a little scary. That sort of jiggly little mango thing. But then he hands me this paper cone. And he's like, listen, man, don't worry about it. Just pour it into your mouth. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Like, there's something real. He literally took it out of a plastic bag. And there was like 10 more in there. And I'm like, I'm like, seriously? And I was kind of looking around, like, waiting to, like, for it to be a joke. But I didn't trust you, so I poured it in my hand, and I tasted a little bit of it. And that's when you told me that the first one was free. And <laughs> then I did it, right? I poured it in my mouth, and I'm like, and he, you said it was a combination of corn and sugar. Yep. And I'm like, this tastes like something. This reminds me of something. And then I got it. And it's sugar smacks. Remember sugar smacks as a kid? It's like somebody ground up sugar smacks or just took all the little stuff on the bottom and poured it into one of those things. But I'm sure Disney security is walking by going, they, you know, there's some guy with those handing out these cones up on deck nine. So we decided we were just going to call it angel dust. Yeah. <laughs> and then you start peddling it to everybody else. Thank you very much. Right. So by, by day six, I'm like, dude, you got to try this. This stuff is awesome. <laughs> I'm like, I'm all nervous. I'm like, Angel, please, man. I need to, I'm not going to hit a gold meter. We're all having like withdrawal symptoms because I literally was like peddling it in diversion the other night. I'm like, more from out the weekend. Nice. That's what we hand out. For marathon, they come like if you had. Yeah, but you gotta be careful because you. Yeah, an angel dust. <laughs> <laughs> because you could like, he's like, be careful because it could close your throat and you might choke and die. I'm like, oh, uh, it's worth the risk. It's only day two. Thanks for recommending that stuff. I, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, and that was the night of the. Uh, oh, the other one. Yeah, that wasn't as good as the Gofio. The angel no, dust stuff. Why? That was favorite. <laughs> so that was the night of the freezing the night away party. And the giant horn. <laughs> <laughs> and I will tell you, Disney, congratulations on making that true to its name. Because it was like six degrees and like sleeting. It was cold. And as bad as you might have felt for yourself standing outside in the freeze, I felt bad for those poor dancers up on the platforms in short sleeves doing their thing. So kudos to them because they uh, they were they were working and they were rocking. What did you guys think of the, of the the freezing the night away party? Did you all go or did you stay inside and, and eat? <laughs> the cold never bothered me anyway. Who said the cold never bothered me anyway? Of course it was Ron Cully. Did you all go? Did you all go to the freezing night away party? Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? You like the candy and hot chocolate? Yeah. She just said that she didn't get any candy. She's like, whoa, I didn't see any candy. But it's so funny getting back on board ship. Because normally when you get back on board from like Nassau or Castaway Key, they're handing you like cold towels and cold bottles of water. We're literally running inside like begging for hot chocolate. Like hot chocolate and cookies. So it was a very different type of... Uh, even. Yeah, and so then we are, there we are, some of us standing out on deck late that night. And uh, 
but you don't realize just how loud the ship's horn is until you stand right next to where it comes out. <laughs> that was a. Uh, yeah, we all realized that we were right next to it very, very quickly. I guess they do it because it was uh, it was a little, a little foggy. It was a little foggy this past week, so. And they were doing it this morning, and it kept me up. Literally. <laughs> no, well, that's okay. Next time when you stay home, you don't have to worry about the whole thing. So the next day was Juno. That was oh, we're watching a Memory Hall Glacier. Who did? Oh, right. I'm not the only one who forgot. Like, I'm not the one who's like, oh, yeah, that's what we did that day. Because, it, first of all, it seems like it was days ago. Like, it feels like mental Glacier seems like it was ages ago. I will tell you, this was my favorite of all the excursions that I did. As much as I love the train, I could have spent all day at the park at Mendenhall Glacier and just listened to the waterfall. I wish we could have spent more time hiking up there. Did you guys all get to go and see the glacier? Anybody do anything else other than just the, the, the glacier and the, the whale watching? Oh, you guys did helicopter in Scanway. Oh, how was that? Yeah, it was a 15 minute helicopter ride up to the top of uh, the Mead Glacier. Okay. And we walked around there for a guided tour for about 30 minutes. We, we, did, we did push-ups against a, a, a lake of Tesseract water to drink it. <laughs> it's lower yourself into it. So you actually landed on the glacier? Yeah, and we threw a big rock down a uh, Mulan hole <laughs> to here along the taste of land. Uh, that was cool. And then about 15 minutes back again. But... So when we go back again, you recommend doing the helicopter tour in Skagway? Yeah, I mean, I've done a helicopter before, but she hadn't, and so the faces on her when we were taking off and stuff like <laughs> I hope you took pictures. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> So on uh, Mendenhall Day, on, on the Juno Day, what other excursions did you guys do that were different? We went up and did a uh, summer dog sled excursion. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was a really pretty drive up, uh, like switchbacks to the top of a mountain, and it opened up into a valley. I think there's like 120 different dogs, but they hook you up to what looks like a giant oversized golf cart. It's an old VW bug they converted with big ball training tires, and the 12 dogs, and they took us out for like a mile run. Um, so it was really fun to see that, and it had old sleds to show you the history of how it's progressed from the old wooden ones to the new materials of carbon fiber, things like that. Um, and then, of course, there was cuddle time with puppies at the end, which was probably my favorite. <laughs> there was no cuddle time with puppies, just so you know. So you did the, uh, the dog. So I had thought about it, but I was concerned, like, oh, if there's not going to be much snow, how much sledding are you actually going to be able to do? Yeah, they um, they said that since it was uh, there's no snow, it was too hot for the dogs to run very far. So we only did a mile run, which was probably like 10 or 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, but you could have paid a lot more money and gone up to the glacier and done it, but we chose the summer option. Yeah. What other what other excursions did you guys do in Juneau? Anybody? Tramway. You did, oh, you did the tram. She's coming with the mic. Who did the tram? James oh, you, you guys did everything. You guys are like rock stars when it comes to excursions. Yeah, the tramway was awesome. It was about 1,800 feet. We traveled up. And it was beautiful uh, shots from above. The ship from above. And until we got to the top and it was foggy. But it was still very nice. Uh, actually, one of the best gift shops. <laughs> so wait a minute, that ride ended in the gift shop too? We all, of course we did. Yeah, so you know what, the other thing I found too that I really liked about this was, you know, I know you don't go on vacation to learn, but there, I really did find that there was a great educational opportunities everywhere that we went. You know, 
you get off maybe in Nassau, you don't really care about the history as much, but when you get off here, it was really neat to see how these towns came to be and what these people went through and the fact that they have to ship everything, including like their cars and their hamburgers and stuff in there. I don't know that I could survive up here. Like when every, every stop we went to, they told us that like the day that the Walmart opened, it sold out. Like they literally closed in eight hours. Like Walmart sold out of everything. Like McDonald's had to close and wait a week to open because they ran out of food. I'm not sure I can do it. You've got to be a rugged, like, especially yesterday, like, you've got to be like a rugged, manly man to live in Alaska. So I wouldn't survive here very long. Um, let's see, that was, uh, oh, that was Juno. Uh, oh, dude, so did you guys go out, who, we all did the whale watching tour? Did you see whales? Did you see them, like, jump out and do their. Oh and, my gosh. And what? Right in front of us. Right in front of our boat, uh, this whale came up. You got the, the hunchback of the, the whale, and I got a great little tail fin shot. It was awesome. It was, like, right in front of us. And then as we were coming in at the end, they took us to a spot where we could see the glacier again from being in the water. And as we were looking at the glacier, then we passed this movie that had all these really cute sea lions. Oh, they're adorable. So, <laughs> so I got some great pictures of that, too. And when they were coming right behind the boat, you could see their faces coming out of the water to get the get the air. It's it beautiful. So the seals on the side, dolphins. I think that's what we said when we first were planning the cruise. Like the star of this cruise, you know, normally when I get on a ship, I don't care where it goes. Like it could just sit in port and just spin around in circles and I'd be happy because I like just being on board ship. But this really was about the destinations and the excursions. And I'm like, look, kids, it's nature. Like those are mountains. We don't have those in Florida. Like it was beautiful. Like it was beautiful and, and breathtaking. Um, that night was the pajama party. Yes. You all came in. First of all, I, I was wearing my stretchy pants. I don't just talk about it. I actually live it. Um, you all came in pajamas. Everybody came in pajamas. Um, I would, that's, listen, that, those were my pajamas. You didn't want to see my Spider-Man underoos, I promise. Um, but it was, but I wear is Jimmy Styles and James Hansen, and I think there was somebody else that wore the onesies. <laughs> Bravo to you, walking through the ship in a onesie. Um, I will tell you that my wife did buy me an Alaska fleece, um, plaid onesie with a little thingy in the back. I could, I just couldn't do it. I could not, uh, I could not walk through the ship. Not with all you freaks with cameras. There was no, like, it was just us, maybe, but not with the cameras. Uh, nobody would take a, oh, I'm sure. I just can't wait to see the pictures and videos that you guys took. Um, How about George Kimono? Oh, where is George here? Is today, what's it, Saturday? Sunday? Sunday. Sunday. Father George might be working. Father, yeah, Father George came in a, in a kimono. I called him like the Japanese Rocky Balboa because I had this big tiger on the back. Just not what I was expecting from Father George. So, and it's, you know what else I wasn't expecting from Father George is every single day, including yesterday, the last two people that seemed to you know, stumble, straggle back to the ship were Father George and Ron Cody. <laughs> there was a little bit of there was a little bit of fear in Becky's eyes, as there often is, about whether or not you were going to make it back. Just so you know, because you guys went to the cemetery, right? You went to the cemetery in Skagway. Gold Rush Cemetery. You went to the Gold Rush Cemetery. That looked really cool. I saw it on the on the um, when we were on the train, and you guys just decided to get off and, and walk. When we walked through the back part of the 
way away from the beaten path, away from, from the touristy area, and then past the cemetery, you keep hiking up this waterfall. It's yeah. So you do. So you admit you were stumbling back into town. What happens? What happens in Skagway stays in Skagway. I guess is what they say in Alaska. Um, and yesterday was Ketchikan. Again, uh, bummer. With the, last week, they said it was like eighty degrees here, and yesterday was fifty, and it's cold and overcast and raining, which sounds like a typical day in Alaska, from what I'm understanding. What is it? Uh, rain. It's the rain and salmon capital of the planet of North America. So hopefully you got salmon and and rain yesterday. We did the um, we did the totem eagle lighthouse tour. And everybody's like, oh, what'd you guys see? I'm like, totals, eagles, totals, eagles, and lighthouses. Like, the lawyers that wrote the name of that, and that's exactly what you got to see. Um, who else did that? And mansions. And mansions. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of people. 500 bowling balls. Yeah, that was- Listen. There's not a lot to do up in Ketchikan, so it's a, there's a puppy. There's a slide <laughs> yeah. So the the captain had his uh, all my kids won after Alaska is a, is a puppy. So who else did that yesterday? You guys all do? Oh no, not everybody. So what else did you guys do? For those of you who didn't do that, Same what excursion line. did you do? Same line. Oh, you did the zip line. <laughs> Angel, Captain America over there, did the uh, did the zip line. Just because you wanted another medal, you wanted to wear a knee. Yeah, we did a zip line 5K. A zip line yeah, 5K. Yeah, because at the end of the the tour, we got a medal. So where do they take you? Like, explain to me what the zip line. Uh, we got to the rainforest, and they we hop into a like a military uh, car. Oh, of course, modified, and they took us like all the way at the top to the mountain, and we hop into a tree, and you know, a few practice uh, zip lines, and then we start from there, and it was it was really you know fun and. Adventurous. Somebody said that the scariest part of the zip line wasn't the zip line itself; it was nine of you crammed on a tiny little platform yeah, at the top of the tree. it was funny because every time. Someone at the other end of the line getting to the line, the tree start to moving back and forward. And you, I haven't seen that much people loving a tree. You know, <laughs> start to hug the tree and say, "Wait a minute!" And you can see around a few trees, you know, falling down. And and they say, "How can you guarantee that this tree it won't fall like that one?" And say, "I don't know, but." I just, uh, if, if it falls, I'm going to fall with it because I'm not, you know, letting it go. Yeah, I can imagine how many waivers they made you sign for that before you got to do it. Um, they did the duck. Who did the duck? Oh, you did the duck boat? Yeah, that was fun. That was the big open air amphibious no, thing. Oh, was it covered? So, so tell us about the, the duck boat. Where did? Well, we started off in the town, and they took us through like the streets and everything, and pointed things things out. And that was really nice. And then we ended up going to this port, and all of a sudden we drove into water. Just drove right into the water. Drove right into the water and seen the bay. Um, I think it's called Bar Harbor. Harbor Bay, and then all of a sudden, out of the clear blue, there was all these eagles just sitting on rocks, just sitting on rocks, sitting on the top of buildings. I was like, "Oh my gosh!" 
So this is Darlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York. If you've listened to the show, you've probably heard a call in 16 times a week, counting down. Stuart, where's Stuart? Right here. You were counting down on Twitter for 500 plus days. You were counting down via voicemail every day. Yes. Was Alaska everything you thought it was going to be? More. More. Absolutely more. I'm not really a nature girl. I, I like the city. I grew up in the city. You know, Buffalo's, you know, kind of big for us. And I, But this was something, yeah. <laughs> yeah right. I wanted to see, you know, everything that I could of the rainforest or the, um, the um, uh, forests and, you know, natural life that is not really overpopulated. We don't have a lot of that. Everything's populated by us. This was a great way to see what it's like to see a glacier, a natural wonder that just happens. And I'm hoping it's here forever so everybody can see it, that my daughter can see it. And, you know, your kids are lucky that they can see it, but I want everyone to be able to yeah. experience what I just did. I'm going to go back to Buffalo and tell them that you've got to get time and go up there. And book with mouse fan travel. I understand. I, I, I hope Becky's standing behind you going, come on. And I did the same thing. I was like, yeah. I, I was like trying to explain to my kids, like, look, like this is part of, of the world that's just never been touched by humans. Like there's places that just man has never walked and man has never, you know, is never going to build anything on. And it was, it was awe-inspiring. It was absolutely awe-inspiring to me. Um, much like the food on the Oh, and speaking of which, I have a suggestion for you. Who's done Paulo? By the way, right? We all love the we all love the food on the ship. We we are exhausted from eating. What I think they need to do, and this could maybe be a good upsell, is I think after Paulo, the spa should offer like uh, like a colon cleansing, because I was, or like stretchy pants. Like just sell them on the way out, um, because I ate so much food in Paulo. Like no, I just, you ate food? No. How are we gonna go back to real life? How do we go back to real life after this and go? Wait a minute, there's just not unlimited appetite. Where's Steve Drew? Like, dude, you've got like seven appetizers and five entrees every night. Is Valerie going to do that for you when you get home? Is that the way it's going to be? <laughs> no, not quite. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's such a different way of life when you're on vacation on board, um, uh, on board the ships. I think that's one of the reasons why I like cruising so much. They do spoil you. And for those of you who've been on the other cruises before, I know a lot of you guys raise your hands. Uh, is this the, your first time on one of the classic ships, on one of the smaller ships? No. So you love it, you like the smaller, who likes the smaller, the, the, the classics, the, the wonder and the magic? Pretty much almost everybody has raised their hands. Because when the Dream and Fantasy came out, I'm like, these ships are spectacular and they're huge. And I will tell you from having to judge door decorating and fishing center contests, they're huge. They're massive ships. Like the first year, the year that we had the 500, it took us like four hours to just walk back and forth on every single deck. Um, I saw the Reimagined Magic, which is far and away my favorite ship. And even coming back on The Wonder, my kids like it too. I, I like the size, I like the intimacy. I dig Route 66 back here. Uh, I like the thing a lot. Who saw some of the shows? You guys go to any of your shows? Or were you sleeping? You saw, everybody said the magic show was awesome. I missed it. I missed the magic show. So, um, yeah, it's... Um, but we did, oh, we did, we... We did the scavenger. We won the. We won the. What's it called? Wonder Quest. We won Wonder Quest scavenger hunt last night. And, we won and bingo. And you won bingo. We won unlimited room service. Unlimited. <laughs> yeah. At the end of the day, we're like, my kids are like freaking out. Like we won. Like we're waiting for like a gift pack of stuff. 
And they're like, we have a surprise for you. You want unlimited movie tickets for the rest of the cruise. We're like, wait, what? And we're like, all right, listen, we're only kidding. You also want an unlimited room service. So my kids are like, seriously, dude? Like, there's nothing? Like, a keychain? Something? Um, we were so hard, man. But we had fun. We had fun. And uh, I, I started to start, I started hearing it like two or three days ago when people were like, oh yeah, I can't believe it's almost over. Don't say it. Don't say it's almost over because I don't want to hear that. And today's really our, it's our last day. It's our last night. Like, right? Right. I'm sad. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm sad because the first day seemed like we had forever, and seven days almost now seems like it is. Uh, Turn back the clock and do it all over. <laughs> Turn back the clock. Um, it's what Groundhog Day just repeated all over. Who would come back to Alaska again? I don't mean like next year. Maybe like in a couple of years, if you were to do this. We did the same cruise three years. Ago. You did the same cruise three years ago, and you came back because you wanted to do it. Who thinks cruising is better when you do it with friends? So you know we're doing Star Wars in February. So February sixth through the thirteenth. We're doing the Star Wars Day at Sea slash WWE Radio's ninth anniversary. Again, show of hands who's coming. Oh, there's not enough. There's not enough. We might have to do something to, to incentivize them a little. This is usually where Becky gets nervous. Because <laughs> it's usually the last day that I start getting, I get up on stage and I'm like, I have a brilliant idea. And this is like when my stupid ideas really come out. Um, so when it was, I guess, two years ago, it was uh, Walt Disney World's 40th anniversary. And that morning, I'm like, 40th anniversary? 40 years? 40 hours? It makes perfect sense. What could possibly go wrong? Um, yeah, you sprung that on me 30 seconds before you went running up on stage. Well, I'm not going to do that to this year. Good. I'm not going to, because now I'm not even going to tell you before I announce it. <sighs> <laughs> So I am pleased to announce, what? for the very first time anywhere, <laughs> that we're coming back to Alaska so we can see bears. Nope. Who saw bears? Who saw bears? Oh, you guys all saw bears. Oh, I saw your picture. Did you like? Were you that close, or did you have like a super zoom lens? They were that close. Five feet away. All right, we need to come back for the bears. Don't even. I'm serious. Is, is this the thing you've been teasing me about all week? Don't even. No, that's something else. Oh, wow. <laughs> really? We'll come back yes. Really? Really? Yeah, so there's a lot of people asking about going to Hawaii. And, and they do... Uh, calm down. Sorry. I didn't see... <laughs> um, there I am so nervous right now. I cannot even tell you. <laughs> We're thinking about it. Who would go to Hawaii? <laughs> Holy smokes. Sign those people up right now. <laughs> Just swipe their stateroom keys. Yeah, Hawaii is what? It's a 10 day? 10 day. 10 day. So you either take a cruise there or you take a cruise back? Yeah, because it it's on the repositioning for Disney. So it's either in May when they work their way to Alaska or when they work their way back in September. Look at that face. So my wife is May and September. Be when the kids are out of school because now my daughter's going to go into middle school. Um, I just, I just, and I know I'm running short on time. I, I have to tell you guys, you, you have no idea the, the pain and the agony that I go through. I could have made a joke and I didn't. I that we go through when it comes time to determine when to go on a cruise. And I've been sort of... Um, 
informally polling some of you guys along the way, asking you what's best. And I had tables practically like at war with each other because some people go, well, you have to go in February. And I'm like, I can't go in February. November's awesome. I, there's no way I can go in November. So there's no way that we can please everybody. I know summer is best for some people because they have kids in school. It doesn't work for other people because the pricing is much higher than it is other times of the year. Uh, we've done February, we've done August, we've done November. Uh, didn't we do like a September cruise or a March cruise? Was it March? Yeah, this one, I'm trying, who's been on all of the WR Radio cruises? Right, there's a few. I know the Callahans who are sleeping in have been. We, we, I think we're trying to. We think this is five. You yeah. think this is five this so far? Five. Chris says five. Yeah, it's five. I lost one along the way. I can't remember which one it was because we did the the first one with the Small World logo. Then we did the Sherman Cruise. We did the 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 cruise that we can't remember for some. The one we can't remember. Ridley Pearson and then the Ron Kobe Alaska Cruise. So um, we have Star Wars on the books. Say who? Say it. Tokyo Disneyland. Tokyo Disneyland. Yeah. Paris. What about Paris in the UK? Everybody said ours. Everybody. Oh, who would like to go to Paris in the UK? Don't make any plans yet. Just working around the race. She wants to work. You people on the road. A run, a one station. I. It just sounds like I have to get up early again. Um, sweaty hugs. So we're, we're we're thinking about we're thinking about a a, a European adventure, a Mediterranean cruise. Yeah, Mediterranean cruise. What the Mediterranean's are what fourteen days somewhere around? No, no, they've got shorter. They've got a, a variety of different yeah. um, itineraries. Well, the fourteen would be so nice. Yeah, <laughs> and I know they can't take fourteen days off of work or, or pull the kids out of school for fourteen days. But just out of curiosity, how about a transatlantic? Just to know to get over there to do other things in the UK or Paris. Awesome. Why don't we just all take a month together? Just take a whole month off and just sort of bounce around <laughs> at least a bit. She's like, why not? Ten days. Easy go. <laughs> All right. Just trying to Tokyo. People are saying Tokyo. Tokyo is something that's definitely on the bucket list, but it's going to have to be a little bit far because we need to give people time to plan and time to save. Um, but I would love, 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 love to go to Tokyo. I know James just came back and said it's spectacular. So, and congratulations on getting yourself back. Because we've all taken turns making sure James has gotten on the ship and to the deports and to his state or somebody's stateroom at night. That's right, he came looking for him. Yeah, well, James was getting off the ship yesterday at like 6.30. I'm like, dude, we leave an hour. He's like, ah, 10 minutes, I'll be right back. <laughs> so, all right, so yeah, we are, I don't, I don't have an announcement. I'm not going to freak you out like that. Um, I'm so happy right now. But I've got ideas. <laughs> I've got ideas that include another cruise, that include, um, and you guys like leaving out of Port Canaveral? I don't care. My kids don't care. <laughs> Where were they? New York. New York. Oh, who would like a New York cruise? Yeah. Other than the people from West Seneca, New York. <laughs> Fly to London. Fly to London, leave from there. All right. Miami? Miami? Yeah? On the magic? Dallas. I love the magic. 
Uh, yeah, so there are conversations going on, basically between me and Angel about doing a uh, an on the road event in Puerto Rico. Yeah, no. I don't think Caribbean, they're real deep. <laughs> <laughs> right? So we could do a little pirate tour, sort of a pirate to the Caribbean tour of Puerto Rico. Yeah, sure. Through the Castillo. Oh, we we have a moral. See. That's the extent of my Spanish, by the way. <laughs> Castillo and C. Yeah. So, all right. So, all right. Becky's giving me like, you should have been done 10 minutes ago. We have other stuff that we want to do with you guys today. You don't want to just hear me ramble on anymore. Uh, we've got a couple things we want to do. And I think first we're going to do, are we going to do the, the game first? Or are we going to do the... No, I, th- I think I think we need to warm up and and learn how to draw Mickey. I, I think that Ron can oh, no, show I got this. here. I got what? this. This is fine. I got this. I'm Ron's so scared. Okay, okay, while while he's fine. playing, I also want to just point out this lovely drawing that Ron did that is being displayed, the, the Alaska, the WDW Radio Alaska totem pole, which Ron surprised us with. We, we didn't see it coming. We opened up our email and this wonderful drawing we wanted to share with you guys. Apparently. But there's two things that are wrong with this picture. You own nothing that's pink. Wow. Well, yeah. And I have two eyebrows. No, well, you don't. <laughs> it's only when you wax that you get the whole two eyebrow thing. So, but, but look at the teeth. The teeth are perfect, aren't they? The teeth are right on. Isn't there a lot of money? Look, and I come right out. <laughs> but I also like the little hidden Mickeys on the bottom of, yeah. of You know what? I love that because I think it is a good representation of me because I think I am always smiling because I am always very happy and I am so thankful and I don't keep saying that to you but you guys have no idea um, how much this cruise means to me and the fact that you all decided to share with me. Your time, it's not your money, it's not your time is your most valuable commodity and the fact that you choose to spend your time listening to the show and vacationing with me. And my family, as part of my extended family, means more to me than you know. But with that, Ron Covey, the most talented artist, by the way, at the Disney Design Group. Don't tell Ryan Blackmore. Did you guys all get a picture from Ron? So I'm going to tell you something. I saw something happen after your presentation, right? Because I think some of you, who, who knew who Ron was before? You got on board, right? Not maybe five of you. Don't you people listen to the show? <laughs> I do a podcast. It's called the <laughs> So I think a lot of people didn't necessarily know your name, right? It's not like, I mean, it's like they know John Lasseter. They kind of know you. But after you gave your presentation, people looked at you differently. They're like, OMG, this guy, like, he's legit. He's the real deal. And the line for you on deck nine to get pictures was longer than the line for Anna and Elsa. I could have sold fast passes. Like, <laughs> hey, you want to get, I got a thing, you know, Ron. Um, because a lot of people said to me, they're like, dude, thank you so much. Like, I thought Ron was going to sit there and just sketch something out for five seconds. But you sat there with every single guest and didn't just say, what do you want? Draw it and get them on the way. You talked to every person like they were the only person in line. Like you spent time, you heard their stories, and I saw the way that they were interacting with you. And so thank you for sharing your time and talent with them. I think that I could possibly do better. So I want to challenge you. Play a little bit of it. You guys like games? Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna throw down. I'm gonna throw down Thor's gauntlet. 
Or you said to oh, see, <laughs> I'm going somewhere with this. I'd like to challenge you, Ron Cody. You have the honor. <laughs> to a game of Disney Pictionary. Oh. And I want you guys to help as well. Come on, Ron's team. So what we've done is we've put all of your stateroom numbers into this magic bag. And we'll, we're going to try and see if we have time to play a couple of rounds. I will draw. Uh, we'll have teams of four. And we'll play to three, right? The first team to get three right wins. Uh, very quickly, thanks to everybody who did the scavenger hunt. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. Were you thoroughly confused and frustrated and called me names many times? Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. So, and you had fun anyway. I just say so you know, and just like I pretty much took almost anything because some of the answers changed all the time, um, especially in things in terms like the number of passengers, uh, the weight of the ship, and and some of the other. Uh, they, do you want me to go over the answers? Or no? Or just, if you want, you want to go over the answers. No, you know what? Better, I have a tricky one. Okay, better yet, let me go over Mark's answers. At least the ones that I can read in public. In front of my children. How many passengers can the Disney Wonder accommodate? A boatload. What year did the, did the Disney Wonder enter service? The Wonder Years. Like Lou is always hungry. What items do you find in his bowl? Poutine. What's the most expensive drink in Cove Cafe and how much does it cost? Something, something, a million dollars. What's the state, num state room number of the Becky Mac? I mean the Walter Elias Disney Suite, 1901. Um, Captain Mickey is holding a cruise itinerary. What does he have planned? Meet and greet. On what channel can you find Storytime with Walt Disney Netflix? Which is not in Netflix. <laughs> How deep is the goofy pool? It depends on how much he had to drink. <laughs> Who has buried Goofy in the sand? His last murder victim? <laughs> what is he doing while buried listening to WWE radio? Want to hear the Tracy Arm narration? What channel do you need to turn to? The English channel. <laughs> There's a theme here because if you want clear FM sound, what should you tune your dial to it to sign out here on Route 66? It's not M for murder. So that's theme. Um, <laughs> what beach items can you find on the beach blanket buffet sign? Sewage, a beach whale, and empty containers. I can't, oh my gosh, you have to write in English. Um, <laughs> how many inside staterooms are there on the Disney Wonder? All of them. No rooms are outside. <laughs> How long does the Alimus Aroma Stone Therapy session last? Who's been to the spa, by the way? 
I still have never been to the spa on every cruise. Oh, Too long. Too long. I went to the rain room one time on like a mini vacation. The book was at the man meet. You guys all had it. We need a mancation, guys. Just, I'm just saying. Um, where was the wonder built planet Earth? So wait, I'll save what I think is the best one for last. Um, how many miles away is, is Disneyland? Too many. What item can be found on the double doors leading into Studio C? Door handles. And finally, and finally, and again, this is Mark and his, what's your stateroom number? So when people want to come find you. 5150. 5150. <laughs> what is Walt Disney leaning on in the large photo outside the Walt Disney Theater? Of iWorks talent. <laughs> so um, we have, tw you know what? In the interest of fairness, um, I selected twelve winners who have most of them correct. You get to choose first from this pile of not so valuable items um, that include a WDW Radio iPhone case for your iPhone five or six. Or a limited edition, slightly cracked Tomorrowland <laughs> audio tour, limited edition 500, just so you know, going fast, or 102 ways to try and save money at Walt Disney World. You can choose first, and then uh, other winners include James and Linda Desern, always competitive players, the Cummings from 2570, Owen and Iris, you guys here? And you are a winner as well. Tom and Shauna. Dave, Dave and Brenda Bayless, like lumped you in together. The Brookovers, you're also together. Jennifer and Ida. Meg and DJ. Jane and Jim. Chad and Jenny. You are a couple, whether you want to be or not. And, that's, and I have answer keys if you guys want answer keys. So guys, come on up and feel free to take something. Oh yeah, you, you had to win just because of how creative your answer was. And so tonight, um, tonight at what time? Nine. Four forty-five somewhere. No. Four thirty. What? Four thirty. Four thirty somewhere. Is what? In, in diversions. Is our farewell party? Oh, that's the farewell. We gotta say goodbye. Which which one are you talking about? I don't know. Four forty-five. Are they better than me? Oh yeah. On that note. We gotta wrap it up, Lou. We gotta go. All right, we're we're out of here. We'll see you guys at four forty-five. Thank you, Becky. Thank you. Four thirty. Four thirty. Four thirty. I'm on Alaska time. Thank you, guys. Hope you have fun. If you like a free popcorn. Time for our Walt Disney World Trivia Question of the Week, where I invite you to test your knowledge of Walt Disney World history or see how well you pay attention to the details in what you see, maybe even in what you hear. If you think you got it right, you can email in your answer and possibly win a Disney prize package. Before we get to this week's question, let's go back, review last week's, and select our winner. So on the last show, I wanted to see how well you paid attention to some of what you heard in the shows or attractions at Walt Disney World. And I asked you where in the world you heard the phrase, all right, all right, the circus might be a good way to spend the afternoon. This one was a little tricky because it actually came from an extinct Walt Disney World attraction from the Disney MGM slash Hollywood slash whatever it's going to be called studios. And that quote comes from Sounds Dangerous, 
A lot of you got this one correct. A lot of you were also stumped on it as well. But our winner, randomly selected from all the correct entries, is Sandra Shepard. So, Sandra, I'm going to send you all seven of my virtual audio walking tours and a copy of my 102 Ways to Save Money for and at Walt Disney World book, both of which are available by visiting the shop over at wdwradio.com. If you played last week and didn't win, that's okay, because here's your next chance to enter in this week's Walt Disney World Trivia Challenge. So coming back from the cruise to Alaska and a few wonderful days in Vancouver, really fell in love with what I saw in that city. Not just Tim Hortons and the poutine, but the aquarium and the people. Okay, it really was the poutine and Tim Hortons. But uh, I wanted to, of course, ask a question about Canada, since I'm in a Canadian traveling, cruising kind of mood. So your question this week is very simple. Tell me, who is the host of the O Canada show in Epcot? But wait, there's more. I can't make it that easy. Also, you have to name for me one Disney film that he or she has had a Disney role in. It could be live action or animated. So your question is two parts. One, who is the host of the O Canada show in Epcot? And two, name one Disney film that he or she has had a role in. You have until Sunday, June 21st at 11.59 p.m. to email your answer to contest at wdwradio.com. You're again playing for all seven of the audio walking tours, including the brand new Tomorrowland Audio Guide, which was just released, a copy of the 102 Ways to Save Money for Not Walt Disney World book. And just because I'm feeling good and happy and excited and glad to be back in front of the mic with you guys again, and also feeling a little bit chubbier after the cruise, I'm going to throw in a special bonus prize. I don't even know what it is yet, but you're going to get the audio tours, the 102 Ways book, and a bonus prize. So good luck and have fun. That is going to do it for this week's show. Thank you so much for joining me once again this week. I understand how valuable your time is and how limited it is. And the fact that you choose to share some of that with me each and every week means more to me than you know. I also want to say quick thanks to so many new members of the WW Radio Nation. I can't tell you how much I sincerely appreciate your help and your support. So I want to thank and welcome new members of the Nation family, including Sean Embry, Patrick Rigney, Dennis Keithley, Teresa Carlson, Allison Samarius, Bob Gasper, Becky Stafford, Nikki and John Parado, Adam Bonaventura, William Maglio, and Carolyn Helene. If you want to find out how you can help the show and also receive exclusive rewards, including monthly scavenger hunts, access to our private Facebook group, custom personalized magic band covers, logo gear, backpacks, t-shirts, care packages from Walt Disney World, exclusive live video group calls, and lots more, Visit wdwradio.com slash support. Don't forget, it is completely optional, but a way for you to help show your support for the show. And also don't forget that a portion of the proceeds of your contributions will go to the Dream Team Project to benefit the Make-A-Wish Foundation of America. Also, don't forget that in addition to the podcast, which you can find in iTunes, 
please join me every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern for a live video broadcast and interactive chat where you can log in to the text chat room and watch and discuss with me as we talk about this week's Walt Disney World news. Then stay on for about an hour or so where you can ask me anything, whether it's Disney, podcasting, business, personal, whatever it may be. A great way to get together with some friends literally around the world virtually. Again, that's 7.30 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday at www.radiolive.com. Also, visit the blog. Check out our videos. Subscribe to our free email newsletter and download the free app. Again, you can find everything at www.radiolive.com. There, too, you can also comment on this or any other past podcast keep the conversation going there just click on the podcasting link look for the show notes and leave your comments there i'd love to hear from you so if you have a question you want answered on the show about an upcoming trip history trivia whatever it may be you can email me lou at wdwradio.com or call the voicemail be heard on the air at 407-900-9391 with a question a comment or just a hello from the parks you can follow me over on Facebook at facebook.com slash Lou Mangiello. The WW Radio page is slash WW Radio. And on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and everywhere else, I'm also at Lou Mangiello. Thanks to everybody, by the way, who came to the last meet of the month in Walt Disney World. This past weekend, we celebrated the release of the Tomorrowland movie and the Tomorrowland audio guide with a meet of the month at Cosmic Rays. Thank you so much to so many of you who took time out of your day or your vacation to come by and say hi. Our next meet of the month looks like it's going to be Sunday, July 19th, probably later on in the afternoon, trying to lock down an exact location. August is going to be August 30th. We're going to spend the day at Typhoon Lagoon Water Park and September's meet. I'm locking that day in as well. For more information about those meetups in Walt Disney World, as as well as other events, not just in Walt Disney World, but on the road and cruises. You can visit the events page at www.radio.com. We'll be doing a lot of events, sort of not necessarily Disney-related. I'm doing a lot of speaking at conferences and at schools and to businesses in the summer and fall. The next is going to be in Fort Worth. I'm going to be keynoting at Podcast Movement uh, from July 31st to August 2nd. And we're going to do a meetup there. Actually, it's my birthday, August 2nd, that Sunday. So we're going to do a meetup on the road and sort of celebrate our, my birthday together with friends. Stay tuned to the events page and Twitter and Facebook for more information. And if I can help you somehow build your brand or business or turn your passion into your profession, or maybe you'd like me to come to speak at your business conference or to your school, you can visit loumangelo.com and find out how we can work together Thanks again to Becky and Mouse Fan Travel. They are my recommended travel provider. If you visit mousefantravel.com, you're not only guaranteed to get the best possible prices and incredible service, but it all comes at no cost to you. And visit celebrationspress.com where you can find an order and subscribe to Celebrations Magazine. And as always, my friends, and you are my friends, whether we have met yet or not, you continue to demonstrate that to me so many different ways each and every day. And for that, I am so grateful. All I ask is that if you like the show, please help spread the word. Let others know about it. Tweet out that you're listening. Share links and comment over on Facebook. And please go to iTunes, rate and review the show there. Thanks to you. We have more than a thousand reviews. We'd love to keep them coming. I want to thank some recent reviewers, including Ben Debnam from the UK, Sir Mulberry, C Seagull 86, DJ version 2.0, T Big. And Josh Smith K2, who says, I'm obsessed with the show. Thank you all so very much. If you visit iTunes and search for WW Radio or visit www.radio.com slash iTunes, it'll give you a direct link and instructions on how to rate and review the show. 
And once again, thanks to everybody who came to Alaska, to you who's listening to the show that came to the meet of the month, that tweets me or emails me or Facebooks me, whatever it may be. I am so grateful to you that you allow me to be a small part of your life and to share my passion for Disney with you. And this all started from a personal challenge I gave to myself more than 12 years ago that I certainly never could have imagined would have turned to this. So I invite you, I dare you, I challenge you to challenge yourself because you'll be very surprised what you can accomplish. Have faith and always keep moving forward. And if I can help you, let me know how. I hope you have such an amazing week this week. So until next time, thanks again. See ya. Hey, Lou, this is Jeff from Bucks County, Pennsylvania. I just wanted to tell you how much I enjoyed your last episode about the uh, top ten books about Walt Disney World. Uh, my favorite one that I have is the Walt Disney's Epcot, which I know you mentioned, which is just, I think, an awesome book. And I, uh, I know you mentioned the old Birnbaum guides. I remember when I was a little kid, my first trip, I remember in 1983, my parents had the 1984 Birnbaum guide, and I used to read that all the time to relive the, our vacation down there, which I coincidentally was just looking for a copy on eBay, which I haven't purchased yet, but anyway, thanks again. I hope you do another show like that, because I really enjoyed it, and if anyone's keeping track, there is 220 days until the start of Marathon Weekend. See you then. Bye. Hey, Lou, this is Craig Hargrove down in Austin, Texas, and I uh, just wanted to leave a quick message. Um, this message is really for Darlene Nagy. I uh, hope you have a great time on your Alaskan cruise. I wanted to say how much I've enjoyed your uh, weekly countdowns to the box and to Lou, and um, just wish you uh, a great cruise and hope all the cruisers have a great time, safe time, and uh, come back with some great photos and stories for all of us that didn't get to go. Have a great day. Talk to you all later. Hello, everyone. It's Darlene Nagy from West Seneca, New York. Oh, my gosh. Two days until I have to go to Vancouver. And then, let's see, today's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. We sail on Monday. Oh, wow. This is so exciting. I cannot believe we're finally here. So, now, I'm doing the 5K on the ship. That's going to be a first. Never walked on a ship before that much. Um and I am so excited for our meetup with all of our friends and the meeting of Ron Cohey, a Disney artist, which I would love to learn how to draw. That would be phenomenal. And I am so excited that Lou and Becky have brought us all together once again for a fabulous cruise that we're going to be on a bucket list trip because I'm sure many of us probably wouldn't have thought of going up here this soon, and this is fabulous that we're going to be able to all be there together. So I am looking forward to seeing everybody hugs, love, faith, travel, and I will see you either Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. I don't know. I'm hoping you're coming in between Saturday and Sunday. Safe travels again. Hugs. You've got a friend.